I called me. Yeah, I was trying to give Carl your number. I, I accidentally last, called you too. I think the last time you in earnest called me was like four years ago. No, I've called you. I'll call you from the car sometimes. <laughs> ah. Hey, you know what I miss? You know what I miss doing, Jared? I miss making your car sing songs to you. See, I can't. I miss. I honestly like. I do miss commuting. <laughs> because I do too. Oh my god, I miss. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't. Oh, I don't want to do it every day. Um, I don't want to sit in traffic. But like that little bit of like self time, you know. Like now, my work life yeah. and my my home life are the same thing, essentially, right? I will say my work life's brought some excitement to my home life. <laughs> Your home life is like, oh, I'm home, and uh, here are my records. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so welcome to the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Carl. I'm Jim. I'm Chris. I'm Andy. And Andy. Andy's first, no, well, no, second time on the podcast, second. right? Mm-hmm. You were just, uh, you were um, inaudible because you were very far away from the microphone. But oh. now you have no excuse. Yes. Yay. <laughs> uh, so we are here to talk about all the things that have been going on to substitute our actual shows. And off the top, we want to talk about some cool things coming down the pike. Um, we have Steph Quarantami dropping. We have a Vlad's um, one-on-one with the bit players edited by Carl um, with music so, by me. Yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, that reminds have... me. I got to call Vlad back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're the only one left. That's usual. Um, and a uh, master class, Jim and Frank. And we're doing everything mm-hmm. we can to stay in front of you, stay interesting. We're each doing a takeover on Instagram. So check that out. Uh, mine's tomorrow. So uh, look at Instagram for my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's going to be some I'm real fl- Ansel Elgort stuff coming from Jared. Yeah, he tucked oh. it back. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, one more, another thing. Um, but it is a baby driver. A few things that we do have um, that are new that are coming on. Uh, we do have a PayPal, um, Firehouse Theater, E-R, not R-E, on uh, PayPal. Mm-hmm. If you want to send us a donation because we're trying to keep it going. Uh, we don't make any money doing this. Um, we do make so money doing F- shows, but we are not F-I- allowed to do shows. F-I-R-E, not, not F-Y-R-E. The Firefest Theater. Yes. So Firehouse Theater on PayPal. Um, and something that is going to be coming down the pike that we just uh, started working out today, uh, just a sneak preview, is that we are going to offer sponsorship levels for um, mm. people that want to keep it going. Mm. Where people, you know, you get certain things, whether it's like a koozie, t shirt, discounted tickets for a year, all that stuff. We're working all the kinks out of that now, but we did want to at least mention it to get it out there. That we are going to so and, and you will be recognized inside the theater uh, for donating and being part of us because we do not exist without you and currently we don't have you <laughs> currently we mm-hmm. do not exist and we but need figment of your imagination uh, so we always start off uh, with the topic Carl did you want to go first or do you want me to go first um yeah I'll go first uh, I started getting a little. Um, sentimental, I guess, is that if that's the word, uh, thinking about things when I was younger. Uh, and I was scrolling through Instagram and Dunkaroos popped up. Oh, hell yeah. 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 And I started going back and thinking of the amount of times that I ate Dunkaroos or the amounts of Dunkaroos that I ate in one sitting. Uh, <laughs> It was unhealthy, but it was it was great. Uh, there was points where uh, I'd get in trouble. I'd get up at, in the middle of the night. I was in the middle of the night, eat like snack eater, and uh, I'd take three or four of them to my room, and I'd eat them, and then just throw the trash under my bed, and then call it a day, and then cleaning the room, pulling out all the dungaroo, <laughs> little blue plastic, <laughs> sharp edges reaching under, getting cuts, trying to pull them all out. Um, <laughs> It's just, and I miss, I miss those so much. 
you had to be the kind of kid that licks the tub when it's done, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like if you, didn't you stick do your that, tongue you in that little tub, and why would you not? Yeah, like that's like, I mean, that's like not putting a little water in the soap bottle to like you know make sure you get it all out. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise capitalism wins, and you know they that's wasted, it's wasted icing, man. I, all right, so I, I have to say that I respect the fact that you used every part of the buffalo um, because <laughs> when I was yeah. a kid, Dunkaroos was the treat that all of the rich kids had. I, I, I did not have Dunkaroos. I watched really? everyone eat Dunkaroos while I ate graham crackers out of a Ziploc bag. No, no, not even a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. One of those sandwich bags with the flaps that fold in. No. Yeah. That's uh-huh. how you know that you're like the working class kid in like the, the rich I, high school. I never considered myself rich until you said that. Wow. I must have been a, yeah. a part of a rich family growing up. Nice. Very wealthy. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's, you can buy Dunkaroos online on Amazon for like a hundred bucks for like a big box of, or no, it's like a sleeve of them. And um, when me and Liz, we went up to Canada a couple of years ago. Um, and I ended up buying a box. Like when you go to the store, it comes with, um, you pull them apart. They came with like 10 or 15 on a little strip. And I just bought the whole box of strips. Ooh. Like the strips were like 250 or some ridiculously cheap price. And I was like, I'm just going to buy the box. I just bought the box that came with like 50 of them. I was like, this is amazing. This you is an opportunity. Out. Funfetti icing, yeah, and a box of animal crackers. I I do uh, the uh, cinnamon uh, Teddy Grahams. I was gonna. I was gonna. Well, so those are called Roosevelts. Okay, those aren't Dunkaroos. Okay, those are called Roosevelts. But me and Liz did yeah. that as soon as this quarantine started. I went and got Teddy Grahams and Funfetti frosting, and nice. went through that faster than I should have. <laughs> yeah, if you do it with the animal crackers, it's called Dunkazoos. Okay. Dunkazoos. Uh, but so the reason I saw them on Instagram is because they're coming back this summer. That was the big. Yeah, because Dunkazoos. people, our generation, are parents now. Yeah. They went like, away? Yeah, they went away. Oh, they went away. Only, like, you can only get them Canadian in Canada. Before yeah. us. You can only get them in Canada. That and ketchup chips. But that's a whole and other topic. You can get those Decent here now. Healthcare. Yeah, but they're not as good. Decent health <laughs> <Especially laughs> Oh, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> you can get decent health care in lots of places other than Canada. Just not here. <laughs> um, but I entered a, uh, a Dunkaroo um, little early release package raffle. You had to do it by 2 p.m. today. I was like, bet your ass I'm going to be sitting here at 155 waiting for me to waiting for it to open up and putting my name in so if i win i'll let you guys know and chris i will give you some oh my mind's blown the <laughs> generosity the <laughs> wow you're like Beautiful oliver thing. twist you, <laughs> <laughs> you're like one of the, like the chimney sweeps from mary poppins <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Your entire life being shoved down chimneys just to get that one package of Dunkaroos that Daddy Warbucks gives you. That'd be like getting like a, like a copper ticket. Like not a gold ticket, like not a golden ticket, like a copper ticket. <laughs> so, Andy, what was your favorite snack like that when you were a kid? Like what, what was the one that like everyone had to have? I, I was a very large child growing up, so I ate more snacks than anybody you ever saw. So, so you weren't discriminating. It was just no, like whatever. Was good for me. Nope. I would. I hear you. I was a chip person. Definitely could drink a two liter of Coke in one sitting. Wow. Um, I loved donuts. Like there was no tomorrow. The munchkins, I could probably go through 25 in a, in a heartbeat. So I loved snacking. And if I were to pick a favorite, I was a big, I was a big munchkin fan. So if I could go out and get anything, I would get munchkins. And then when I got older, um, I started eating healthier, but when I had my kids, I would still do the same snacks. And then I tried to do healthy snacks too. So I had the biggest snack drawer cabinet you've ever seen in your life. So I had from gummy bears to um, quinoa chips and everything in between. And so we would go through everything. So 
I, I tried to be healthy, but I always went back to Oreos and Munchkins. Quinoa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quinoa. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. Uh, <laughs> well, that was. It's, pronoun- it's pronounced Quina. <laughs> Quino. It's pronounced Quinona. I feel like you guys are all a, p- a couple pages ahead of me. What is this? <laughs> it's quinoa. Quinoa. My my quinoa was the store brand, so it was a cheaper version of the the Earth's best one. So it was it was weird, but so it's Q U I. You know the name of that place on. But if I could eat, you name the the name of that place on Bliss Road that never opened. It opened briefly. It did. I love snacks all day, all night. I would eat snacks. I love snacks. Cool. Jim, what was your, what was your go-to? Like, I mean, all through from my childhood and now until now, it was always salt and vinegar chips. Um, and that it was a bonus because no one would want to take them from me at school. Yeah. Because, because you were evil them. man chips. Um, they're the best. I'm on that. Yeah, they are the best, I'm, but it's, I'm on that team. <laughs> yes. Um, but as far as like snacks that were like specifically marketed to children, Teddy Grahams were pretty amazing. Uh, the, those honey flavored Teddy Grahams, and like, and I can say, you know, they're like the bear shape was the perfect shape, like just for you know, I don't know for texture. The bear with uh, the belly. So yeah, the, the bear with the belly. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason that was just the right amount of gram, like that thickness. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense to me because if someone asked me to describe Jim's shape, I'd probably say teddy bear. <laughs> or I'd probably say Pretty grand much, yeah, bear. A... yeah. Yeah, For a yeah. For a second, yeah. the, the look that you made, Chris, and you put your hand, I thought you were going to say, see, I never got teddy grams when I thought you were going to say you had a knockoff brand that didn't have the belly, so you didn't have as much cracker with it. <laughs> you're the only one I'm not yeah, teddy slims. rich when you're a kid. <laughs> We had veggie grams. In our house. <laughs> See, you guys make me sound so boring. What was yours, Correa? Uh, all right, so I have a couple. Um, but my, my main one, the one that my mother actually bought, were the uh, chewy granola bars, but like the peanut butter one. The peanut butter chocolate chewy granola bars was like, when they were in the house, that was what I wanted. But I had this one fool I went to school with in second grade. His name was Brendan. And I don't remember his last name. I just remember that he was so dumb because every lunchtime I could train my, I could trade my chewy granola bar to him for his zebra cake. He would give me his zebra cake for a chewy granola bar. And I just killed it that year at lunchtime. Mm. Yeah. I made sure no one else got to him first. I got there. I traded my granola bar. I got my zebra cake and I left. What a dumb end asshole. of transaction. I know. I want to know what he's doing these days. I'm sure he's panhandling somewhere or something, and he's just losing uh, money left and right. No, he's trading like cows for a handful of beans. He might be the president of this country. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's making bad deals. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. See, mine were really boring. Like, I liked, I'm more of a savory than a, a sweet person anyway. So it was those uh, Stella um, Doro breadsticks, like the oh long, god, those are good unsalted breadsticks. And then the um, <laughs> I remember the really Gigi commercials for them, Stella Doro breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, because my grandma always had them, and it was like long and dick shaped. And uh, <laughs> then I was also really into tidbits which were like Cheez-Its, but round and cylindrical. I'm starting to put things together now. <laughs> I, was a oh, che- <laughs> I was a Cheez-Nips guy growing up. Ooh, ooh, I was little. Ooh, uh, ooh. I was a cheese- Cheez-Nips or Cheez-Its for poor people? Okay, so my mom got me Teddy Grahams. I never made a, like a, like a income association with them. <laughs> my mom got me Dunkaroos. It was either Dunkaroos or Cheez-Its and Dunkaroos and Cheez-Nips. So I took the Dunkaroos, got the Cheez-Nips, totally fine with it. So you could you have cut one like, upper-class snack. Exactly. Uh, were Cheez-Nips really that much cheaper than Cheez-Its? They still are. I, I, I just remember them being just 
gross. <laughs> See, I, they're oily. That's the word I was looking for uh, when I was like trying to describe cheese nips. So like, what's the difference? And it finally, like, cheese nips are, they feel oily. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. And if you've had cheese nips, you know what I'm talking about. So tidbits were made by the guys that make cheese nips. So they were oily like that. Yeah. Huh. That's what I, you know. Okay. Um, it's just, you think about, because I get weird cravings for these things. Yep. And I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll go get some ch- cheese nips. Or maybe I'll go get some Stelleroro. Um, and then you can't find them. Or like tidbit, in the case of tidbits, I found out they were discontinued. And I hadn't had them in like 15 or 20 years. And I was just like devastated. And this was like two weeks ago. Because the only thing I live for is going to the grocery store now. Oh. I, I'm going tomorrow. I'm dreading it. I'm excited for you. Let me know how it is. I'm like, so I like I've got toilet paper again. Nice. I like going for about five minutes. When I'm in there, I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I'm like, all right, why am I still in here? It's starting to get like, I got one person 15 feet away from me. I'm like, you're too close. Like I just start getting real. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. What's your topic today, Jimbo? Uh, my topic is I was thinking about uh, like, we all kind of have those things like from a childhood, like movies and shows that uh, we look back now and they're like clearly not as good as we remember them. Uh, and for everybody that's 16 candles, but the, uh, w- like what I wanted, what I was thinking of is the things that you watched when you were a kid and not uh, when you were the things that you watched when you were a kid that maybe were even meant for you at that age, but, uh, and you didn't appreciate at the time, but you go back to as an adult and they're actually brilliant. So what made you think of that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to come up with like, I, I thought of, uh, I thought of Billy Madison cause, huh. uh, like, you know, I was, and it kind of kind of sparked it because uh, the, because of Adam Sandler's appearance on SNL this past weekend, and it was really funny. Um, and I thought, like, I I watched Billy Madison when I was like a like fourteen years old, and I had no, I, I hated it. Like, I thought like this is unfunny, this is terrible. Like every uh, like every gag is like predictable, and like it's and he like hits you with a sledgehammer with every one of them but watching it as a grown person i realized this is like a surrealist masterpiece like the penguin yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah. or like i didn't get that as bradley a, whitford as a... or like bradley whitford like throwing the thing from his desk and hitting his secretary in the head and they're like eh, what a what a tragedy. Billy's going to fail the 12th grade and Eric's secretary is in a coma and it's never mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's a fair one. What about you, Carl? Things that I, uh, the only thing that comes to my head is, I mean, not that I didn't appreciate it when I was younger is uh, land before time. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So I, it's not that I didn't appreciate it. It was just like, oh, this is on again. But then within the past couple of months, I've watched uh, Land Before Time 1 and 2. And then what's the the one with the baby? Not the other 22. Tooth? No. The one with the baby sharp tooth um, that becomes their oh, friend. Oh, Chomper? Is that his name's Chomper? Yeah. yeah. Or the baby T-Rex. Sorry. If, you know. uh, but um, no, I didn't... it's a sharp tooth. Yeah, yeah it's sharp I didn't, tooth. I didn't realize how good those were until recently like i remember watching them as a kid going yeah but now i'm like wow hmm. they are deep the first couple especially um mm-hmm. as a scholar of the land before time mm. um the first two especially are very very deep when they start getting into mm. musicals it's like uh, that's mm-hmm. not really what this is no. that first one though that like the relationship with him and his mother, and then she dies oh, protecting him. And she says, you got to get to the Great Valley. And then you're dealing with themes of like racism and inclusiveness and um, the haves and the have nots. And there's like this really cool allegory about like the sharp teeth being like the, um, the, the oligarchs. And then like, it's just like, it's so beautiful. And I'm sure it's come up on the podcast before. I know this is your topic, but we're talking about the land before time. So I'm in now. 
Um, <laughs> I still, oh, yeah. I st- my favorite stuffed animal when I was a kid um, was my little foot. So that, and I got him an Easter 1989. So this is now my 21st year with Littlefoot, if my math's right. Mm-hmm. Nope, 31st. No, it is. I just wanted to shake my head. No, it's 31st. I've had, I've had that stuffed animal for yeah, 31 yeah. years now. Um, yeah. And he's been skin grafted back together and whatever. But like that movie, just like, it's perfect. I saw it four times in the theater as a kid. My poor fucking parents had to go and take me to that movie. Oh, I mean, it's a great movie, but I'm sure by the fourth time as yeah. a parent, you're like, what the fuck? And why am I still paying for this? Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Land Before Time, greatest movie ever. It, yeah. That's great. That, that, that's one of my earliest favorite movies. Like the like when I was when I was young and one of the first movies I got on video. Uh, yeah, that's... so I'm just I gonna copy yours, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I had I remember having it on VHS and us watching it. Um, like me and my neighbors, um, we lived in this apartment and um, mm. we'd always go in the hallway on some like once a month. We'd set up a TV in the hallway and we'd do a big movie night. And uh, I remember like three or four times in a row we watched Land Before Time. Mm. Thinking back, sleeping in a hallway with no front lock door was not the safest thing for kids. Um, (laughs) Yeah, especially in Newport, Rhode Island. (laughs) Well, you know, I didn't live in the greatest part of Newport. It wasn't the worst, but it was still not the greatest part of Newport. You know where I used to live. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But... Chris, what was for you for that? Uh, okay, so uh, I, I have a couple of things. Uh, I, I have a movie and a song. Okay. Um, so the, the movie uh, I, I watched the other day for the first time since I think I was probably a freshman in high school uh, was Wayne's World 2. And oh. the number of things that I just did not comprehend from an adult point of view in that movie – was was far greater than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. There were so many little things that were actually quite brilliant uh, where obviously the actors were winking at the camera and looking straight at the camera and saying things and basically mm-hmm. just explaining all of the tricks they were going to use in the future in the film to like make everything come together in the plot line. And I never really thought of it when I was younger, like how it all came together. Like uh, when they met the, the weird naked Indian for the first time and he goes, gee, weird. I wonder how this is going to come together in the end or <laughs> stuff like that. Like I, I, I really had a blast kind of noticing those things for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw, I just recently saw the Oliver Stone uh, biopic on the doors and like I never, I didn't realize that the weird naked Indian was actually a like was actually a part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The weird naked Indian, like the uh, brown M and M's, like the the uh, mm. Japanese yeah, overdubbing was... when he meets the uh, father of Cassandra. You know, all that stuff just kind of the, uh, the better actor my... at the gas station. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the graduate scene. Like all that stuff. Like yeah. I, I just, I, I never thought of. The other one is, so one of my favorite movies when I was growing up was Short Circuit 2. One was good, but Short Circuit 2 was great. And I realized what made it great was the song Hold and, uh, and really holds Hero. up to this day, especially the racial uh, casting and the ethnic well, okay. portrayals. <laughs> You're correct. That, that, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who, who was that? Uh, Fisher? Uh, Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens, right, right, right. I thought Fisher was the last name. The episode but, of Master and Nun where all the Indian actors find out that he's not Indian is pretty hilarious. <laughs> yes, that's brilliant. But the song, Holding Out for a Hero, I always just thought it was like, hmm. whatever, it's a weird song. And now, like, I heard it the other day, and I cannot get enough of it. Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Taylor, like how no one has covered that in like a different genre or something like that blows my mind and i want more of it 
Did somebody do it for Shrek 2? I don't know. The, I, I, so I just why do I feel like that, that somebody somebody like maybe Imogen Heap did it or something for uh, huh? Which is weird for a soundtrack. Given my conversation here, you'd think I was only into sequels, but I have no idea about Shrek Two. <laughs> really, you've never? Uh, I just watched Shrek Two uh, two weeks ago. Oh my god, I, I was I absolutely right. Two. It yeah. was Fru Fru recorded it for the soundtrack to Shrek 2. <laughs> I'd sing it for you, but I don't know if we have the rights and I couldn't afford it. So I was just getting ready to say, I don't remember how it goes. So, but you know, we'll figure. I'll, I'll play I'll, it for you later. We're not paying yeah. for that licensing. <laughs> um, I just want to point out, I found my dinosaur. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. Yeah, look at him. This guy's been uh, like a little loved. Look, he has no eyeballs. He's been skin grafts. It's like, yeah, this is my best buddy. Aww. Where's Chris Correa? We're gonna do the picture for the episode. Um, my my brother. I took my brother's stuffed animals. I don't really think I had my own stuffed animals. Being the youngest, I don't. I'm. I remember having like little puppets, but though again, those were my brothers. Um, but we had a Yakko from Animaniacs. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and my mom, she just told me she's like, oh, "I found Yakko," and I was like, "Ew, oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> my Andy, mom still has all of them. Like they're all in her attic, all of our stuff, down, except for this guy, obviously. Yeah. Um. Andy, what Jim was is yours? Going into a tin to get something. I assume it is Animaniacs related. I hope so. I have the first season over under my table or under my TV. All right. I swear to God, I had the Animaniacs somewhere. I don't know where they are. Yeah. All right. So, everyone, we're going to pose for our episode picture now because I'm actually going to tell everybody we're doing it. So, everyone, pay attention. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Carry on. Oh, I just remembered something about Wayne's World too. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk was in it. Who was he? He was yeah. uh, one of the nerdy kids who got dropped off at the park and ride. Holy shit. Huh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. You, you got to go back and look at it now. It's unreal. Blew my mind. That's really funny. Wow. So did we get... Did we get everybody? Did we get Andy? We're on oh, Andy right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I used to watch, and it it came to mind because it's a movie right now. Was Fantasy Island? Uh, I going Ooh. all the way back when it was first done. I used to watch Fantasy Island every Saturday at 10 p.m. and never caught the stuff when I was a kid. I never caught what it was all about. It was a weird show, definitely back then. Not quite the horror. <laughs> But um, it used to be Love Boat, the Bionic Man or the Bionic Woman, and then it was Fantasy Island. So the whole lineup went there. But that was one weird show back in the day. That that I remember that completely. The Plane, the Plane. I miss like watching. He just died recently, right? Yeah. The Plane, the Plane again? Yeah, not too long ago. Ricardo, Mon oh, who? Which one? The, the Ricardo the, Montalban or no, Ricardo Montalban? Ricardo Montalban is Khan. Con. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who he. That's his name. Also, the grandparent yeah. in Spy Kids. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the voice of uh, what car? Cadillac. What? Or which? What? What? What car did he advertise? Oh yeah. Oh, I oh what fun it is to ride. Uh, <laughs> uh, rich Corinthian leather. Uh, <laughs> um, it was the uh, Chrysler Cordoba. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're going to move on to my question or my topic for the day. So what I've been thinking about is like Halloween costumes that like you think of like way too late. Not because it's Halloween, just because mm. like you're, th you think of a joke or like a really good idea, like way after the fact, like I thought of one today. 
And number one, I'm not going to use it because I've already picked my Halloween costume for this year. But number two, I obviously couldn't use it now because it's stupid. But I, my idea is that I put on a blue dress, I carry around a menorah, and I wear a yarmulke, and I would be Hanukkah Lewinsky. Oh. <laughs> like I can't do that now because like it's, it's not because it's like super offensive just because it's stupid and then you yeah. just be explaining it like if I did that in 1999 it would be the funniest fucking thing in the entire no, no. I don't think it would be a bad idea simply because it would be 27 Tiger Kings and Hanukkah Lewinsky <laughs> there's yeah, gonna be so was... many Tiger Kings that, that you know yeah. the uh, dealership that makes those hats that he wears like whatever the dealership is started selling them and they keep selling out of their cheapo stupid hats because like every and they're like 40 bucks yeah. a pop supply and demand I think, see, if i worked if i owned that car dealership and i saw that tv show come out with that hat i'd be pumping those things out faster than i could pump out chrysler's so that would be they probably make more money on the hats than they do on the cars that they sell. Yeah, seriously. Oh, what fun it is to wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so was there a... Carl, do you ever have like a really good Halloween costume idea like way after the fact? Um, or like when you're like, oh, I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of one right now because every year I always think of one that I could have done that or I should have done that. Um. Mm. I mean, I always my problem is I think of the costume too early. Yeah, and then yeah, it's not. And well, it's not even. It's, it's not even. I forget. It's just. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. And then it comes to Halloween, and I'm like, ah, I don't even want to do that anymore. That's the stupidest thing ever. And then I end up just going with some last minute thing. Um, but, I mean. I try now, like, and that's like past couple of years. I haven't tried to like overthink anything. Like this year, I was Ovechkin at school, and then I was the wore a tracksuit and chains, which isn't really that different from me now for Halloween this year at the at the bits show. But yeah, I can't think of any last minute. Anyone else? Does my topic die? <laughs> okay, so. I, I, yeah, probably. Uh, I, I, I'm always been I've been terrible at Halloween costumes my entire life. I'm mm. just, I just I was the guy who dressed as I was like the kid, five, six, seven years old who always dressed as the bum. Just pull stuff out of the fireplace, rub it on my face. <laughs> like, uh, like I went down. I, I visited my brother who has four kids on Halloween, and like Halloween is like their. Uh, Passover or Christmas or whatever um, and I didn't bring a costume and so I dressed up as the Clash and I did that by wearing a plaid uh, plaid shirt uh, oh. and a striped tie and camouflage shorts um, just for the so, record he's been doing that costume for like 11 years it's not new years. Uh, <laughs> my most comfortable costume I ever did was the dude from the Big Lebowski uh, yep. which was, was just a bathrobe and pajama pants and it was fucking mm. delightful <laughs> i did but that my yeah. senior year of high school it went over well <laughs> i'm sure well your senior year of high school was probably a, a year after that show that movie came out so that makes sense yeah it was like yeah the, the year after yeah so that it was ever yeah everybody was it was on everybody's mind so yeah yeah i think it did it two years ago <laughs> no you did it in 2009 that's really creepy yeah because I, I just got because I I'm thinking of the picture that we that you have of it, and it was taken in front of my my old house on Broadway. Oh, that's less creepy. Okay, so you did it when I was a senior in high school. That's creepy. fuck you, Carl. <laughs> or directly after because after it was Halloween '09, you were graduating. Oh yeah, I graduated. I graduated in, in June '09. So you did it when I was taking my break from school, uh, from going to college, which I still am on that break. <laughs> I just need more time, guys. It just needs a little more time. Um, what about you, Andy? You ever have a really good Halloween costume idea that just like you couldn't pull together in time? 
Jared, I'm a nut for Halloween. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And But I always have ideas that are too big for me to pull off just before the time. So one, just a few years ago, I was a Christmas tree and I had all lights and I had balls and I actually had a total tree I took apart and then stuck all over myself. But I was running out of time before I was heading out. So I actually duct taped things to my body and my pants and I I got myself so rigged into my outfit and it worked and the balls all stayed on. But when I had to go to the bathroom, I barely made it in time because every all the stuff was stuck to me and the batteries and everything else. So um, yeah, I struggle with, I take on too much right before Halloween and then I can barely pull it off when it's time to go out. So I haven't missed, the only time I missed was uh, Gene Simmons had a show that was on one of the networks and it was really popular. And I went to try to go out that season and I didn't have the outfit completed. And then all the stuff came in after the se the series was over. So I screwed up that one. Yeah. Yeah, I was going as Gene Simmons. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Chris Correa, it looks like you have something you want to say. No, 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 I'll say, I'll say no I just love this story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> so, so we're all doing Halloween together this year. I fucking hope <laughs> <laughs> you notice i uh, i try and coordinate I most, I, I most of the time try and coordinate my costume with eli um there there have been i that's why i don't overthink everything because he changes his mind every right. week of october before halloween like and uh like a couple years ago he was spider-man and i was like all right i'll be j jonah jameson so i shaved kept the mustache put gray mm. hair on the sides it was awesome and then um uh, but when Deadpool came out, I remember saying to him, or I didn't even, oh, yeah, we were talking about it. And he was like, oh, I want to be, um, he wanted to be an X-Man. And I, was, or I think it was Wolverine uh, or Magneto. And I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'll be Deadpool. And then he went shopping with his sister and got a Deadpool costume and came back. I was like, look, I'm going to be Deadpool. And I was like, you, this is a joke. Like I just got a Deadpool costume. I was very excited about it. <laughs> so I had to change my costume idea. I actually still have the, the Wolverine. Uh, I made like claws out of tinfoil and my hair was poofed up. Didn't even look like Wolverine to be honest with you guys. It just looks like some guy <laughs> dressed like Wolverine. <laughs> It, that tried that's... to dress it was bad like it, it was really bad like I, I refused to shave my chin so we put white here and it just looked like I tried to chug milk <laughs> <laughs> it was bad <laughs> hey does uh does Eli listen to the podcast uh no he should Oh, well, if he does listen, happy birthday, Eli. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'll, uh, I'll send hey, happy him. Happy birthday, Eli. Yeah, I'll send him his, uh, I'll, I'll hook it up on his phone this weekend. All right. And then he can start cool. thinking of Halloween costumes to fuck you up with. Dude, every year. <laughs> every year mm -hmm. it's something. I think of a really cool Carol idea Baskin for him. Carol Baskin this year. Carol Baskin. <laughs> it fits him. Um <laughs> I got him a I got him a Ninja Turtle outfit or costume um, one year. Yeah, you don't get a Ninja Turtle outfit. I, I'm costume, <laughs> and uh, well, I got I got. I mean, like Raphael did wear the trench coat, like you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Trench coat and hat. Yeah. <laughs> then no one knew they were turtles. Like that is the funniest thing about that show. It's like, oh, we gotta go in public. Better put on a trench coat and hat so no one sees that we're a bunch of fucking six foot two turtles. <laughs> Well, I got him. A, I got unless him. Unless it's like the Christmas special where they're all like just out in public, you know, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's how the holiday. It's holiday time. That's how it works. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I got him a Ninja Turtle out uh, costume. I almost did it again, and uh, I ordered it child's size, not adult <laughs> size, and the back wouldn't button up or Velcro. But I'm so happy it came with a shell backpack thing so i was like don't even worry about it just 
here you go. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad. I'm really bad at ordering things online. Clothing. <laughs> I ordered Liz a child's Bruins jersey for our first game that we went to. <laughs> You're just like, wow, this is so much cheaper. I'll get this one. That's what I was thinking. And then it said nah, small, it said small medium. I was like, I don't know how women's uh, sizing goes. Yeah, they don't want to say they're medium. They want to be. Why able does to it say husky? She's a small medium. <laughs> so I, I got I'm not it. Not calling Liz husky. I appreciate that. Well, that was like the biggest joke. Like, uh, so, so you, I was in a, a bunch of hardcore bands, uh, and we used to tour, and you had to bring merchandise out on the road. And the two sizes that always sold out the quickest were uh, were were youth large and XXL. Like those were the two sizes you needed to get because they're like only people who bought it were really small guys and really large guys that was it those were the people who bought merch so like that was the size to get was youth large and a bunch of 24 year old straight edge kids would get that and then when they broke edge and started drinking beer they had to sell them on ebay but the um but even in our band's t-shirts we don't have any smalls and we don't have any extra larges everything else is for a game still yep it's large so is funny. literally like the least common shirt size. Yeah. Larges are too mm. tight for me. The more yeah, I drink, the more I let my gut hang out. So. Fair enough. I just stopped sucking it in at one point and then I'm like, Meh. So what do you got, Andy? What is Andy's topic for the day? I think you're the last one, right? Uh, last topic. Well, um... I think so. I have a question for all the wonderful gentlemen that are here. Um, so, Jared, yeah, there's three of them. <laughs> have it, so, as you've been trapped at home, have any of you started cooking? Have you done any more cooking or experimenting in the kitchen than you've done before? Non stop. Okay. I so literally baked Carl a banana bread today. Ah. <laughs> I can't wait to munch it. All right. Did you have you tried? Okay, so Carl, have you tried to cook anything that you normally haven't cooked or done in the kitchen? I try and uh, yeah, I've been trying different uh, recipes. Uh, my biggest thing is tacos. I have always bought the packet with the seasoning, and this time I was like, we have all the ingredients, all the spices, and everything for that mix. So why don't I just try and do it on my own? And I made it with the chicken and rice and everything. And I was like, it came out, I think it came out so much better than the packet. Nice. And it's, it's exciting. I've always been dangerous in the kitchen. I've always tried new things. So dangerous. Just Going. No one so scandalous. Going where no man has gone before. The spice. Oh, Do you cook or does Liz cook? Um... On the podcast, I'll say that she she loves her cooking is fantastic, <laughs> but I do most of the You're... cooking. <laughs> Liz, Liz. <laughs> Liz. Now, Jim, how about you? Dirty. We like you, Liz. See, I do I do most of the cooking just generally. So I I haven't been doing a whole lot of experimenting. Like Jess is the one who will like try stuff. So like she like on the days when she's cooked like she's been doing some new things but uh, but I'm just kind of like I will do the standards. <laughs> do you have a favorite go-to meal that you always do? Uh, like oh, what we like to do? I mean, like we're basically a vegetarian household because she's vegetarian and I I'm lazy. Uh, but so we like actually what we're doing tonight is just like frying up some tofu, sautéing some kale with garlic, and doing a baked potatoes. So. Like that's kind of the that's kind of the standard. Oh, I'm coming to your house. That sounds that's perfect. How, Chris, mm. how about you? Yeah. You uh, so yes, I, I do and I don't. Uh, so I, I do a lot of like fast things. Um, so if if I do cook, I make a lot. So like I I'll do like uh, pasta dishes like where I make meatballs or like I cook chicken. I like season it, but I like. I'll toss the whole pasta thing in there. I'll cook a ton of chicken. I'll like have my meal and then I'll put 
foil over the whole pot that I have everything in. I'll throw it in the refrigerator and it's going to last me for like four days. Um, but when I, yeah, when I do, it's always chicken uh, unless always I'm chicken. grilling. Yeah. Yeah. It's always chicken. Unless I'm grilling. Uh, I do a lot of grilling. I, I do have a grill, which is, is uh, probably the most bachelor thing anyone could ever say. Um, <clears throat> But uh, lately, what I've been doing is I've been trying to support a lot of like the local businesses uh, around here and, and trying to, uh, you know, have at least one meal a day from like, uh, there's a lunch place up the street for me called Pickles that I try to have like a sandwich from if I'm doing lunch or something like that. Uh, or, you know, we have uh, Diego's. Caleb and Broad just started uh, doing their... Uh, uh, so excited. Uh, I, I We're going there tonight. Wait. <laughs> He was <laughs> doing it tomorrow or Saturday. Um, and that's what I've been trying to do. Uh, that and in conjunction with uh, I've been buying a lot of like gift certificates to those places that I'm not going to use until they actually start opening for, for in-person dining and stuff like that. So um, I think everyone should do that. Try to try to do a couple of meals a week at your, you know, your local restaurants that would otherwise mm. be open and thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good. Now, Jared, how about you? Do you? All right. Do you find food erotic? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just thought I'd ask you a different. Why couldn't I get that question? <laughs> See, uh, first of all, uh, I'm know, the I'm one the, that oozes eroticism on this. I'm podcast. the I, I'm the other way around. I find sex foodie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, George because the answer. <laughs> oh, oh, pastrami. <laughs> I have an incredibly fragile digestive system. Okay. Um, so I equate food with intestinal distress. Oh, okay. So no. Um, but that's a hilarious question. Um, remind me to introduce you to my sourdough starter. That's erotic. <laughs> That's yeah, like a that's like slow so, burn like four plates. and extra yeast. I don't think so. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, there's no there is no yeast. You don't need yeast for a sourdough starter. Oh, okay, sorry. It and creates I'm its own fermentation. Okay. Because you can't buy yeast right now because everyone's at home baking bread because they're bored. Yeah. That is the that. It's funny the strange things people will turn to when they're bored. Like I'm gonna make some bread. Yeah. Also, the name of the podcast is now Do You Find Food Erotic? Yes, that is. <laughs> yes. Congratulations, Andy. Yeah. How did we get so many new subscribers? <laughs> and why did they only listen to the first three minutes? <laughs> hey, as long as they download it, it counts. Yep. All right. So leave a good are, review. We are to the point where we are going to quit our bits and we're talking about something we can't stop thinking about, something that's, you know, not. Maybe not bothering us, but we're kind of still obsessed with something that keeps running around in our heads. So, Andy, what can you not stop thinking about? I actually can't stop thinking about the last podcast. I would actually like to offer a complete apology to Scarlett because <laughs> it has bothered me every single day since I was on there. And I want her to come down to Newport yeah, Theater so I can say that she's an excellent actress. And I went back and looked at her movies and she's wonderful. So that I've been thinking about since the last podcast. <laughs> I haven't watched the marriage story yet, but I saw Jojo Rabbit and she was good in it. Like, she even was. though like it wasn't a, it wasn't like the movie, it, it, she wasn't central to the movie but really, she, but I she was, she, she was solid and it. it was a really good movie. Like I, I, I liked it a lot. You are a hundred percent right, Jim. And I would like to offer my sincere apologies. I was completely wrong. Thank you, Jared. I watched marriage story with my wife and uh -huh. not just the fights mm -hmm. and it was solidly. Okay. All right. Um, all right, Carl, what can you just not stop bitsing about? Uh, you want to come back to me? Oh, so I always do. Think this through. <laughs> Jim Foley. Mm. Uh, well, I would like to, I would like to bits and like bits and sort of plug, uh, not for myself, but, uh, I noticed that, uh, Bandcamp is, uh, uh, waiving all of their revenue fees this uh, Friday uh, to give more money to artists. So if you know anybody who has a project on Bandcamp, uh, oh, actually, you know, this was going to air on Saturday, isn't it? Shit. <laughs> we can switch them. It makes no difference. 
Man of the match. All right, well, today then. This goes tomorrow. <laughs> today then. Um, there are no days anymore. If, we, if it's Friday <laughs> when you're listening to this, Friday, uh, uh, May 1st, uh, that's right. There's no April 31st, right? Like, I'm I'm so bad now at, like, dates and days of the week. And 30 days past <laughs> September, April, June. April, June. November. Yeah, so it's so this t- today, if you're listening to this on Friday, May 1st, uh, yeah, buy, buy something on Bandcamp. Uh, I know that our musicians, Chase Chegley and Evan Mello, uh, both have projects on there. Um uh, and the, their music is free, but any any uh, uh, donation you choose to make will go straight to them, and and Bandcamp is not going to take anything. Uh, the uh, the the almost all bit player band, Doris Duke, which two two members are right here. Uh, they have some albums up. If there's any you haven't bought yet, uh, today's a good day to do free. that. Uh, two of them are free, but any again, any money you choose to to donate will go straight to them. Cool. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, give Doris Duke some money mm-hmm. so we can not practice because we're not allowed to right now. Um, you know, we really should have chosen the name of that better because uh, saying give Doris Duke some money or Doris Duke needs money really doesn't sound right. Really shouldn't have named my band. Really shouldn't have named my band the GOP. <laughs> shouldn't have named my band the Amash campaign. Oh boy. All right, <laughs> Carl. What are you bitching about? Um, I no, I'm. I'm got got it. Chris no, no, Carrera, no, what, you, what are you bitching about? <laughs> <laughs> Gladly. Uh, so, so uh, most people on this call uh, know that I, I work for a bank, uh, and we're essential employees. Uh, but we've been working from home for uh, about six weeks now, or at least uh, all of my coworkers have. So. Uh, I'm going to bits about the fact that no one over the age of 36 knows how to use video conferencing tools or, or, uh, uh, or conference call lines because I've heard people peeing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've seen people picking their nose. Well, I just do that in public. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and I cannot tell you how many times when we ask people what they said, how many times I see their forehead because they think the microphone is in the spot between their monitor and their keyboard. So they go like this to say what they're trying to say. And for those of you who can't see it, I just basically head butted the computer monitor. That's actually where I uh, have mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, my, my internal <laughs> mic is like right next to the. the, the. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I, I've seen more, uh, I've seen more mid fifties uh, 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 man caves uh, than I fair than I care to admit to, uh, and, and it's been a little rough. Uh, but to be fair, I'm making all those guys in the mid fifties bow to me, and I'm getting the job security that I much require. <laughs> so I'll bits about it, and then I'll also thank be thankful for it. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Carl, you ready? I'm, I'm 37 I'm and I don't use any, so like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, I'm, this is a, uh, I, I, I've been thinking about it and I might need your guys' help to justify it. Um, but I am, I'm trying, I want to buy rollerblades, but I don't like <laughs> calling them rollerblades. <laughs> so what can we rename them? But, um, well, there's already fruit boots. That's what what they we used to call them when I was. See, this is this is the problem. This is the problem. I used to skateboard. I still ride my longboard, and I remember calling kids on rollerblades fruit booters. I was a kid sitting down on my skateboard while everyone else was doing tricks. I didn't know how to do skating tricks, and I would say, "Oh, look at that fruit booter!" And now I'm like, I just fucking I want a I want a rollerblade so bad. You're the J. Edgar Hoover. Of, uh, <laughs> I think you just gotta call. You just gotta sure. call them skates. You're the Dan White of roller wear. Jared, what were you gonna say? <laughs> the cooler name books. that people use for them now is Railer. Railer. Get a pet pair of Railers. Okay. 
Because you're supposed to like ride, like do rail tricks on them. Like that name's gonna work against you. I can feel it. Yeah, it is. Railer, more <laughs> like the railed. Um, I, I, I was looking at them last night, uh, and it's also it's also horrible how expensive uh, rollerblades are. Well, anything anything exercise related that you can have at home, mm-hmm. they've just it's price gouging out the yinging right now. Because well, like, I mean, these have always like, been treadmills, price. exercise bikes, everything is just mm. they've got these you. rollerblades have always been this price. I remember going to uh, the there's a sports store in Coventry. I think it's called Second Time Around Sports, and they sold they sell rollerblades there, and they're like 150, 300, 400 bucks, and I'm like mm. Jesus. Um, I found some online that are really cool, but they don't come out till July. And I was like, yeah, I'm not waiting until July. So, but I, I really, I'm, I'm like trying to tell myself that it's okay to just get these pair of rollerblades and I have to make sure that I use them all the time. I just, Carl, you're, 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 you're talking about getting some rollerblades in the same way that I, the kind of the same way that I sound when I'm like, you know, I should wear a hat. Like, is there a hat that's gonna look good on me? I gotta, I just gotta find a hat. It's not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. All right. You want to be a trendsetter? You gotta get a pair of roller skates. The four wheels that are four wheels two next to each other. I'm not doing that. You go to the rink. Go ahead. Are are you put a put a boombox on my shoulder? Listen to some. You were just talking about how bad you felt judging fruit booters when you were a kid. What are you doing right now? I want to be one. I know, but you're judging people who roller skate. Yeah, but, you know, I'm talking about roller skate. The four wheels are where it's at. There's four wheels on the ones that I want, but they're just, Mm -hmm. you know, straight. Yeah. Actually, I'm confused. How, Carl, the person I know who is probably the most into hockey, <laughs> how have you never been into rollerblades? Because they are the most like an ice skate than anything that's not an ice skate. Because I was a skateboarder my whole, and I use skateboarder, I'm going to use air quotes because I just liked riding my skateboard and going to the skate park with friends on a skateboard and not do tricks because I couldn't do anything. But it was just, it's how I was, how I was brought up in the skateboarding community, looking at the fruit booters go by on their rollerblades. I hope that this episode does not become a hate crime. (laughs) But now what I'm saying is I'm trying to transition. We're not at the state house in Michigan. Don't worry. So I can become a rollerblader and I'm just trying to justify this purchase. No need to justify. We're okay with it. If anyone out there who's listening to this podcast has a pair of size, what size are you, Carl? I'm a, I wear a size 13 shoe. Wow, me too. That's the, that's the other problem. That's what I, I wear keep too. looking. Okay. Yeah, big, I keep wow, looking. Wow, Bigfoot online. Brothers. Yeah. I keep looking, so, and they don't have them cheap. It, like The prices skyrocket from 11 to 13. It's like a $50 difference. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll change it. Uh, if there are any people out there who were eight years old when they had a size 13 shoe, if they could reach out to Carl and offer them their rollerblades, that would be great. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Jared, what are you bitching about, buddy? I just have a joke. Um. So you you know the people that are um, storming the state houses with guns and stuff, screaming at cops because they want to go take over the state house or something because they can't go, they're not allowed to go get sick. This sounds um, like a good place to unassociate my name with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of that going on around the country, and you see like these guys like heavily armed and like you know you know they have a right to their guns or whatever, but like they're they're dressed in all these like weird tactical things that they really don't need to go like protest. And I just see them as like, it's like incel team six. Uh. (laughs) And they're all so pissed off. And like, I just, I'm not sure about the, I'm not sure about the, like, why do you need that? Like, can you just like, I, when I yell at people, 
I'm not armed to the hilt. Like, what are you going to uh, use it? Like, are you going to shoot cops? Because that's who's there. It's like the state police are there standing there being like, hey, well, guys, wanna, like, you have a right to protest, but you can't go, like, take over the state house. Well, I want to cross-reference all those people with how many have uh, uh, thin blue line stickers on their car. Like, that's, that's how I feel, because it's always, like, it's always we love our cops until they actually have to enforce the law against you. <laughs> yeah, so I just I just would like, I mean, I, I'm sure there aren't a whole lot of those people that listen to our podcast. But what you I described, just, I would Jim, implore everyone to just... Live PD. We're all in this together. Yeah, that's why I don't watch that stupid show. <laughs> I thrive so to be on that together. show. I li- like, I, sucks. I, I don't like any show that like glorifies like <laughs> the stupid things that cops do. I love yep. the Law & Order SVU that like glorifies the procedure and like hey let's do this right <laughs> i want my tv debut to be on live pd and that is an excellent point to leave the podcast <laughs> and yeah we'll segue into carl's podcast yeah. blue lives matter uh the yeah. podcast <laughs> carl carl no, moves is... to east providence <laughs> or warwick no, war rack his his poor podcast can be called insult team six Um, So this has been the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Carl. I'm Jim. I'm Chris. And I'm Andy. Thanks for listening. Night. This is the best. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sure I sucked. Oh, you were terrible. That was good. That was fun. That was fun.